here. I'm here. I'm just starting up the recording. I'm just going to give okay. you a little introduction there and then we'll kick it off. Thanks, Louise. Um, okay. Louise McKenna is a detox specialist, a herbalist. She's an advocate for plant-based alkaline, alkaline living. Um, she's a fungi enthusiast, um, an artist, musician and outspoken truther. Uh, welcome to Off Good Ireland, Louise. Um, you have a great channel there, your wealth of knowledge and your fair play to you for speaking out as well over the last few years. Oh, thank you, Gavin. How are you? Um, it's just hard not to. <laughs> uh, it's hard not to see what's going on and and stay quiet. Well, for me anyway. Um, it's, uh, <clears throat> our country is not in a it's in good shape, is it? Right now. No, it seems it's definitely not. It's all over the place. Um, we'll just kick it off there because I was following some of your videos there from uh, last year or whatever. Maybe yeah. maybe you have some recent ones. I just wanted to talk to you about some of the tests you were doing with the the dust, with the metallic dust. Can you tell us some about oh, that? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, there was uh, just dust building up outside. I, I the first time I did it, I literally just bought a, a greenhouse thing, um, and overnight the next day there was all this dust over it and the glass on the top, and I was like, what is this? So I scraped it off and. I put it onto a piece of paper and put a magnet underneath and just started moving around. So, what's this? Uh, heavy metals. Um, and I've done it lots of times throughout the year ever since, you know, and same thing. Um, I've done it, other people have done it from other parts of the country. They're getting the same results. So, it's like, what is this? I've not sent it off anywhere. Uh, I don't know who to send it. <laughs> who do you trust these days, you know? give you back the truth uh, what kind of uh, particles are they are they large or are they just kind of like sand like particles and did they obviously they're move tiny with the magnet, which we... yeah well they're, if, the, if they're magnetic they're um uh iron in them so um or metal sorry um they're tiny little nanoparticles uh little black i have i have them there somewhere i kept them in a I have a few things I've kept, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've just not had them tested. Uh, but yeah, I think they're coming in. Are they coming in like you know the way we heard about years ago that the Sahara winds? I know it's not that now. Don't get me wrong, but like, uh, do you think it's from the spray from the uh, geoengineering from spraying, or you're not living downwind of a of an iron well, works or something? <laughs> no, I'm in the middle of the town here, so there could be anything, you know. There's La Quinta Domna, the, the scientists that are, uh, have you heard of those? I'm sure you've followed them, have you? Indeed, yeah. Yeah, that's some very yeah, good stuff there, yeah. Yeah, uh, they're the only ones really <laughs> that are truly looking at things underneath the microscope. And they've um, found graphene oxide in, in the rain particles. So, and they're describing them as much the same, tiny little cards of... Uh, nanoparticles um but uh, i don't know what they are they're heavy metals and whatever yeah. they are if we are breathing them in they're still heavy metals you know um yeah well it, it's very concerning to see it there like you said you just come out and there's dust you know you scrape the dust and it's magnetic i, I have seen some videos there from lads doing it on the windshields of their cars and stuff from different countries but there's just no yeah. backstory like but um, i was amazed when you done it I, like i couldn't believe it because it was like you know, it's easy yeah. to fob off when you see it done in 
different countries like oh you know we, we don't know what we're really looking at but like i was fairly yeah. stunned when i seen that you had uh, had the same result yeah i bet you find out there tomorrow i'll do the same <laughs> the same will happen uh i did it and then my fr- i put up the video my friend in spain he sent me back a video more or less uh, a few hours later and he said uh same here his sister was in spain no it was them who sent it to me first and then i did it that's the way it was yeah um and i was surprised i was like oh my god um and then i had another friend i think somewhere was in new zealand or australia and they did it as well and they found it over there too so it's kind of it's been found all over the world whatever it is um and it's it's, it's very concerning you know it should be because if we're I reading it frightening like it, it kind of came out i've seen all those videos when the, at the start of the the whole scamdemic or whatever and um you've seen this magnetism phenomenon. I don't know if you tried that or tested that with anybody, but then you had them going into supermarkets doing it on meat. Yeah. So they're taking out like pre-packaged meat. Have you tried anything like that? I didn't try it with the meat, no, I didn't, but I did try it with people. Uh, it hasn't, I haven't, uh, nothing has come up yet. Uh, magnetic for me, but I did see a video of a girl from Tipperary, she's only up the road and she was magnetic. But you know something? They're putting fortified iron in cereals for years. That's iron, you know. If you break up a, a Kellogg's, some of some of those, and they're high in iron, you'll get magnetic things moving around on the paper as well, because it's in the food. So if it's in the food, it's inside you. You know, a lot of people um, they're clogged up in their bolons, so uh a lot of stuff stays inside the body floating around uh can't get out so um there could be a few reasons why that's happening you know um the one with the what you're saying there about the cereal i've seen the test people can do if they put it into it i think it's like a clear sandwich bag with water i think and then you let it kind of dissolve yeah yeah, and then run the magnet it's mad it's mad stuff any tips on uh detoxes for heavy metals because a lot of people are concerned about nanoparticles and you know yeah. whatever that dust is um well for cmos uh see any seaweed um will bind a heavy metal to the seaweed and it'll um it won't leave the seaweed till it leaves your body so seaweeds are fantastic for for detox and you know fruit everyone What's going on out there right now? People need to be as healthy as they can be. And that's not eating the meats with the, you know, everything is in it. It's not just, you've got vaccines in the meat. You've got antibiotics, you've got hormones, you've got GMO feed. A lot going on in these animals, you know, that <laughs> never mind the meat, whatever our body can't do with that. But we have all this to contend with that people should not be eating, you know. Um, and people that have contaminated bodies, with whatever they're doing to us out there now, they're going to get hurt very easily, you know, especially with the 5G radiation going on out there, ionizing everyone. Um, and the safety studies, there is none. There's no safety studies on 4G or 5G. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And here they are again with no with indemnity. And they have them up all over the country. So, you know, there's a lot going on out there. But to detox, um, mushrooms are fantastic as well. Reshi, lion's mane, turkey tail, and and they're coming after these things. You know, they're making them illegal, <laughs> which is ridiculous. They have no jurisdiction to do that. They can't. They can try if took to court, they lose. You know, 
but they're banning herbs from getting into this country and it's wrong. Are you um are you self-taught or how did you learn to recognize the different mushrooms in that um, and yeah. are they difficult to learn? Uh, it's all self-taught really. <laughs> uh, I stopped going to school when I was 12. I was like, I don't like this. Uh, so I just stopped going in and uh, I was forging notes for, for three years before I got caught. Um, and I just left then in fifth year. But um, it's all self-taught and it's all from like, I destroyed my body and I was very sick. But I, I feel I was vaccine injured uh, from a, a early age, you know. I was in and out of hospital all the time. They didn't know what was wrong with me. All different issues. And sure, my dad was a butcher. So I was eating all the the bad stuff and getting injected with all the bad stuff. So I got sick uh, in my early twen well, 20s, kind of. Um, so the doctor kind of gave them two years to sort me out and they didn't. I was just getting sicker and sicker um, until they said to me one day, there's nothing really much they can do for me. So I was like, OK, well, I'll do it myself. You know, I had really bad irritable bowel syndrome. I, I was crippled. I was uh, I couldn't go to work, you know. Um, so um, within a week of just giving up eating meat, um, a lot of symptoms went away. So. Um, so I just went on a journey from there, you know, 15 years vegan, well, vegetarian for three. Um, but yeah, um, but I went through many stages of veganism. I can see there's an agenda. I can see that side of it, you know, and that's all the fake meat, all that stuff will make you sick. <laughs> and, and I went down that road. Um, and it's only when I found Dr. Sebi and Dr. Morris then, about six years ago, it's like changed my life, you know. Uh, sea moss, seaweed. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at this stuff. Um, it's fantastic. And, and and just, you know, I've seen it from what I've learned, what with Dr. Sebi anyway, like 2016, he died. They murdered him for what he knew. You know, he was curing all diseases for over 30 years and he even proved in a, in a court of law um, in America back in the 80s that... Um, he can cure all diseases basically he brought in 70 odd patients that he healed from all different diseases um you know and he won against the fda so but he what, is, um, what does he advocate louise tell us a bit about like what um i heard of uh, doctors every before but I'm yeah not, um, herbs alkaline herbs you know um and this is the other side of it we have our fruit and vegetables out there and they're full of pesticides that nobody should be eating you know there's one called um organophosphate and it's a nerve gas just look that one up right now <laughs> and see that if you're eating any that's one of i think nine that's allowed um on the food here it's an insecticide pesticide um and just look that up it's a nerve gas it's lethal and it should not be on any food so we have that side to contend with and then we have hybrids and then we have gmos you know hybrid food is like it's it's man-made it's patented um it's grafted it's not got it might have a seed gmos don't have seeds either and ireland is the only country in europe we opted out of labeling our foods with gmos you know um we're the only country in europe that didn't want to do that it's like why would you not want to do that there's loads of studies out there to show how dangerous it is, you know. 
I swear that they're literally trying to kill us here when you go through everything that's going on out there, you know? It's not good. Um, Definitely feels like that sometimes, I tell you, with all the different uh, Yeah, they're against us. They really are. They, they, they are like, but I wrote down this earlier. It's like, with the pharmaceutical industry, with 5G microwave technology, EMF technology, and in that, wireless technology, phones, smart meters, cell towers, radio waves, there's weather modification weapons, GMO foods, pesticides on fruit and veg, chemtrails, illegal mining. And in that illegal mining, there's all this chemicals been seeped into the ecosystem, you know? And it's destroying everything all around us. And I think this is a big reason why they're bringing over a lot of people from other countries, because they're illegally mining here, all over the country, and they need cheap labor, you know? So uh... then you have, um, Agriculture is poison. <laughs> them vaping, them e-cigarettes. I was looking into them like over the last few weeks, like really looking into them. And, oh my God, <laughs> they should be outright banned. The government goes on about COVID and how much a virus is going to hurt you, and they allow these. It's like, come on, um, you know. So that's just a little list of everything that's going on in this country. That you know. Like yeah, we, we had Terry Lawton on there uh, last week or the week before, and uh, I tell you, if you have a nightmare after the, <laughs> yeah. all the different things that's going on, like it's unbelievable. No, um, it really... on on the autism thing, Louise, what do you think's uh, contributing to that? I think there's a lot of you know suspicion around uh, the, yeah, the vaccine schedule a... for children and stuff. Yeah, big time vaccines, but there's a lot of things. It's not just one thing. Five G is is um. You know, people give their kids <laughs> radiation devices at a very young age. It's not a good thing to do. Um, and then you have vaccines and then you have food. You have water, um, the fluoride in the water. You know, there's so much going on. Um, there's just chemicals going in everywhere. If, if a mother's breastfeeding and she's chemicals in her body, they're going into the baby, you know. Um, yeah. There's many reasons child has autism, but uh, vaccines is is a big factor, and a lot of parents, uh, especially when it hits the MMR, they can see uh, a regression in in their child. You know, and that's around one or two. Um, I had a friend send me a video there last week. Um, wasn't very pleasant, you know. Um, kids out there getting hurt all the time before this COVID vaccine came. Doctors in this country have been poisoning kids for decades. <laughs> they should be ashamed of themselves, you know, to say they didn't look. Over-prescribing like, antibiotics as well, you know, you know, everything. It's just, I don't know, yeah. maybe they're getting kicked back from these companies or something. Of course they are. They're licensed drug dealers. Look at them. They, they, they've given them a godlike complex, you know. They think they're up there above everyone else. They can't question them, but it's like, come on questioning me the one thing if you ever have a doctor will you ask them this question for me because i can't get a straight answer out of any doctor do ye take the hip uh, hippocratic oath because as far as i know they don't in this country you know that's not good <laughs> it wouldn't shock me at all my yeah. friend uh eno was asking me he says i have to ask you this he said that you're very good at identifying um you know different herbs and you know, and foraging basically. 
Um, anything out in this season or anything we should be looking out for or, or what what is kind of what's available uh, to us? Oh God, right now I've I've kind of not been out lately. <laughs> uh, mushrooms is what I've been looking for. They were the last things I was out foraging. Um, got um, some Amanita muscaria. <laughs> um, people, uh, you know, we were walking through a, an old growth forest there um, a few weeks ago, and there was signs up to show you of all the wildlife and all the native stuff. And it was one of the fly garrick, and it was like, do not touch this. It's deadly poisonous, you know. It's like it's not. You can actually, if you don't want the hallucinogenic side of it, you can cook all that out of it, and it's the most delicious mushroom you'll ever eat in your life. It's it's really really tasty. Um, but you know, they're just the education in this country is wrong. It's all wrong. They're teaching everyone fear. You go to school and they're teaching you fear, fear of germs, fear fear of everything. So, yeah, mushrooms um, <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's frosty, so you know, kind of kills off a lot of things. Um, I I won't call myself an expert. <laughs> I, I go out more so in the spring uh, and the summer and and, and autumn, but winter time it's a bit cold. I don't I don't go too far into the woods, you know. Um, but everything's um, kind of everything's there. retreating for the winter, aren't they? Yeah, we, um, yeah we had. Oh, sorry, Louise. We had um, we had a uh, Dr. Anne McCluskey on the other night, and uh, we were chatting her about the the whole thing about the the virus theory and all of that kind of stuff. And okay. she's beginning to to lean maybe in the direction that they <laughs> they might not, but she still reckons like that there's a transmissible disease is the thing, and uh, you know that potentially that. You know they could have been messing with things in labs, but she she's definitely gone away from the the viral thing. From what from my understanding yeah. of what she said. Well, you know there is bacteria in this world, and what they do inject into people is um, genetically modified bacteria. You know, um, and it's like this again. I started growing mushrooms. I started learning a few years ago, and then it, it all synced in with what I know about health, and and it made me see it, it as like contamination it so easily happens you know um and when something's not in a good environment it'll get contaminated very easily and we are 67 percent identical dna to mushrooms you know so it's kind of what happens them happens us um and you can see a lot of what's going on like a cancer is a fungus you know um you have bacteria <laughs> um and, and you have fungus um and the bacteria comes out to clean up the stuff you know the fungus is there because the environment is just unbearable you know um but uh yeah poison is what it is a virus is a poison it's protein um you know um and, and when it's it's damaged uh it hurts so it does when we get flu-like symptoms <laughs> when we're detoxing um but yeah uh yeah i don't there's no viruses there's all the all the proof out there now there's no viruses but there's definitely a lot of genetically modified stuff going on you know me ears making some noise there but yeah like they have them chemtrails we don't know what they're dropping you know we really don't you go back through history and you look at them and they're spraying ddt on everyone remember back then 
um, and everyone was getting polio, you know. They were just swimming in DDT, um, and then they brought out a vaccine. <laughs> the so problem with the bees as well, like they're having that uh, colony collapse disorder where the bees aren't returning to their hives. And, okay, um, that's now. That's going on as well. Okay. Well, like the Roundup, well, I don't know if it's Roundup, but some people are saying that it could be messing yeah. up with their little GPS oh, system. Yeah, there's many things. You have the Roundup, and then you have other pesticides, and then you have all this 5G, all this radiation. You know, this is the biggest threat to any of us out there right now is, is uh, 5G. You know, there's all these safety studies, or all these, well, uh, what you call them, uh, PubMed, you know, there's loads of um, studies gone in on there, but um, there's no um, official st safety studies done on it. Um, they won't go there, <laughs> you know, they won't go there. It just completely uh, rushed it through, and I thought that was, um, yeah, I remember when I was growing up or when I was a child, I remember I'd been all um, signposts out and saying, like, no cell phone tower here and these were like community groups had sprung up and they wanted to stop and these would have been obviously first gen you're not even talking what we've got today yeah. and with this 5g yeah. they just rough shot rough shotted it out or ramrodded it out mostly during lockdown yeah and um they never asked anybody a, a peep about it. no no informed consent locked everyone in their homes but it was okay for all these electricians to be out up on their towers you know um it's it's crazy what's going on. Um, they're literally building weapons around us, and you know we're so electromagnetically sensitive. What's this thing say here now? Um, radiation has increased over the last century from extremely low natural levels um, by about ten uh, times, and then yes, that's ten for ten and a little eighteen there, and that's ten followed by eighteen zeros or one. 100 quotillion times um that's how much it's increased you know um from its natural level and to say that's not doing damage now is um, and they won't even go there you know it's radiation ever um did you ever read the book the invisible rainbow yeah, um, yeah. i've not got through the whole lot but i've got through some of it and you know it's it's crazy uh, back in the 1800s, wasn't it? 1860 was the first time the telegraph poles went up uh, around the world. And 1866 then, that's when the flu popped into the medical literature. I bought this book. Um, it's the American, the 1828 uh, Dictionary in, of English Language. Um, and I was like, okay, what's, what's around? Um, what's not in this book, basically, you know? So... Uh, what diseases weren't around back then. So I looked it up and autism wasn't there, polio wasn't there, the flu wasn't there, you know. Um, so a lot of these <laughs> uh, are only new man-made diseases. And uh, like that, um, a lot of them only came since they put radio waves up around the world, you know. Um, and it's just kept going ever since. There's been so much I would put up, you know. Um, and the effects are yeah, seen that, everywhere. That, that book is um, terrifying. Well, I first got terrifying, but it's fierce, uh, fascinating. Like I said, I think on the Isle of Wight, 
uh, yeah. Macroni put up his first radio mask, and then all the bees disappeared. And they, is, it the, is it Isle of Man or Isle of Wight? I could be picking on the wrong island. But then they called the disease for the bees, the Isle of Man disease or the Isle of Wight disease. And um, it just the, the dots he connects, and I think the electrification of London, I think you might have touched on that, where people yeah. started to get sick after they rolled out the electricity into London. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was unbelievable. Every flu that's come out, it can be in conjunction with some sort of new uh, electromagnetic uh, technology that they brought to the world, you know, satellite dishes to sonar, ra radio waves, and uh, it's just so much. And, and every time they did that, they brought out a virus, some swine flu or something, you know. Um, and so the theory around the... Uh, solar flares because I know I, I think the, the word influenza comes from I don't know back in the day it means something like from the stars influenza in Latin or I'm not sure I'd have to look exactly at the definition but that's basically from the stars so like in the middle ages you used to think that these flus came in but right. I just when Anne McCluskey was on the other night she mentioned in the beginning and we didn't go deep into it but she was kind of saying about um solar flares or something like that or so I don't I don't know like what it is, but as much information in that um Arthur Fistenberg's uh, the invisible rainbow, there's other studies then that say that these influenzas are can be mapped to these uh, solar, you know, radiation solar flares or something. I I don't know. You see, this is the whole thing, but um, it's fascinating all the really, are they? <laughs> Nobody knows really. You know, just takes people like him to do deep research and write a book like that. It's not like they're going out doing the studies, you know. So fair play to these people. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's very good. He released a paper at the beginning of this whole shenanigans as well um, about the Diamond Princess, uh, okay. the cruise ship. And um, right. they had just installed the satellite 5G. But before that, that was their maiden voyage with that technology on board. Okay. Now, you could say it's coincidental. But what like, year was that? Uh, the Diamond Princess, if you remember, that, that that was one of the ships at the beginning of the whole lockdowns and everything. That, do you remember the, the cruise oh, ship? And that, yeah, and they had only installed that um, on the ship, the 5G, um, before that voyage. Arthur Fistenberg wrote a paper on it at the time, and I verified it because they were touting it as, you know, this great new luxury that you're going to have. Like, oh, there was no menus in any of the restaurants on board the, the cruise ship. It's all done with your smartphone. And... Mm -hmm. um. It was like a big hype around it, you know, this connectivity that they were going to have. So it is interesting. Like, I, I don't know what's going on, but you can't rule it out in my mind. No, you can't. There's no coincidences in this world, you know. <laughs> uh, then um, ships, cruise ships, they're lethal. They have those big, huge round weather balls. Like, they are so full of radiation, you know. My, I, I don't know what my nan went. Uh, she lived in Australia, but. Uh, many years ago, like she went on a cruise ship and she came back and she got really sick and got all sorts of things wrong with her. Ended up getting cancer in the end and she died, you know. And it all just happened when she got off the cruise ship. It's like, oh Lord, look, you never know, do you? you know. Same with my, my dad's uh, grandparents, or my dad's parents. Uh, they died when he was 13. And uh, I asked him, uh, a while back I said um, did your grandparents because they were farmers you know did they get the, the TB shot um, 
because um, my grandmother, she died from tuberculosis and my grandfather, he died of a brain aneurysm six months apart. And, and I looked and I researched and it was the same year they introduced the TB vaccine into Ireland. I was like, there are no coincidences, but I don't know. I don't know. You know? Yeah, been, uh, it's like all these things. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, like, I, like you said, that those weather things, like that's exactly what was on that Diamond Princess, those big, huge, um, they're like a dome or I don't know, three big balls. balls. And, uh, the, yeah, big 5G. There the is a name radon, radon ball or something there. I can't think of it now, but yeah, they're lethal, you know. And then what's his name? Elon Musk brought a heap of them into Ireland to bring over to the West uh, to set up his uh, Neuralink, Starlink thing over there. I remember a few, a few couple of years back, they were driving them over on a lorry. I was like, look at them. <laughs> what are they doing here? Uh, they're all around their island. Another thing as well, like he, he has them things up. Um, and I know some people that, that don't believe in in space or the the globe. They think it's well, not to think, but their 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 theory is that the Earth is flat, and <laughs> that's another one that's hard to verify or prove right or yeah. wrong. But um, whether he's putting up balloons or satellites, he's putting something up there with more yeah. bloody radiation coming down on him. No eyes. I was out on the beach there one night during the summer, and these lights just travel past like Santa Claus on a reindeer. Now you know. Um, there was a heap of lights. It's like, oh look, there's Starlink. They're up there, whatever they're on. They're in the atmosphere anyway. And and then that's what the Quinticloma said. There was um a guy in New Zealand, a scientist, um, working for the Quinticloma. I don't know, did you watch his interview on that Z Media recently? But he was saying that um he recorded the, what was in the vial under the microscope and over a three hour period, it was really slow. Uh, he sped it up and you could see all this stuff assembling each other, you know, it was all assembling together like little arms and something was building something. But he said he put a Faraday cage in between it then and it stopped. So whatever's building inside these people with their jabs, uh, the 5G is definitely helping to build something. And he said that needs to be switched off right now. And then we can figure out how to get that crap out of them. Um, you know, this is serious. <laughs> it really is. That terror terrifies people. When I looked into it during the whole lockdowns and all that crack, I like science, science fiction. It's actually science fact that the technology has yeah. gone way beyond what they're telling uh, the public that it is. So I know people hear that and it's like, oh, a little digger arm, you know, and it's self-assembling. No, that's that. that that technology does exist. The question is whether it's in the vaccines or whether it's not. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, why wouldn't you put it into them, though? Why, like, if you if you have a willing, like, these mad scientists have, you know, they're always looking for someone to experiment on. Now you've got the whole world. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You can just do what you like. They easily walked into it. It's like they volunteered for, like, I know lots of them were coerced, like, but they fe from the very start kept saying there was two sides to this put out all the time. You know, there was two sides there. You could either look or you don't, and then and as much as I shout for two years, I sent my father messages nearly every day on WhatsApp, and he just looked at him. He never said a word, you know. So people they don't want to look. They just don't want to look. They're in denial. Mm -hmm. Um, I still send a message the other day. I was trying to go at a different angle. I was like, so um, who do you think won World War Two? <laughs> 
we'll, we'll go from this. He was like, um, he said, uh, the Allies, the US, uh, the UK and Russia. And I said, who do you think owns them? <laughs> you know, oh, he stopped answering me. <laughs> oh, I go too far. This is it. It's, it's hard to get people to come out with their, you know, their comfort zone. But I, I think, like I suppose you, maybe you were the same for the last couple of years, you're like trying to, wake people up and i think i'm gone past that now not that i'm gone past and wake people up but i, I think we it's not about we, everyone doesn't wake up like that's just not how yeah. it works it's, no. it's getting those awake to do things i think it's, it's yeah. more important than trying to wake you know, them now, you know that's the thing we can't the whole thing was to wake them up to not get the job like some of them are five jobs in now so you know it's like and and as much as you want to help people and you know you have the answers you think you know some say you can't get this out so you know that mike eden fellas like this is irreversible but uh to me it's a heavy metal i don't see it as being mrna because they're just showing you cartoon mod modules for that whereas the lads are showing you the graphene oxide underneath the the microscope you know and that's more real to me than mrna and spike proteins that are cartoons so that's what i'm going on and I know you can remove heavy metals from the body, but um, you know, nobody wants to do. I've had a few people come looking for help, but none of them came back to me. They don't want to do what needs to be done. So uh, you got to dig deep here. You know, it's not just here, take that and you're going to get something out of the body. You got to stop. You got to reverse everything. You got to stop eating the way you were eating for all your life. You know, you got to fast for a while. You got to go through the healing stages of, of fasting, like, um, and, and, and things That's hurt. Actually what I wanted to ask you about Louise, the fasting. Can you tell? Actually, for, I missed that point. I wanted to chat to you about that. The, what's the best way of going about fasting for someone who has never fasted before? And what's the health benefits? And slow, slow is the best way to go because you know if you do it fast and invasively, you'll trigger something and you'll get sick. <laughs> so you slowly uh, go into it. You know, so you'll start. If you've never eaten healthy before, you know, you'll start by um, maybe for the first week, seven days, um, just eat some fruit in the morning, have some salad for breakfast or for some lunch and then have uh, fruit again in the evening and uh, just drink, excuse me, lots of water on the way, uh, herbal teas. Get your sea moss into you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sea moss fantastic because it just keeps um, your mineral levels up, you know. They deplete every day, uh, so it's good to keep them up. Um, and I haven't stopped taking that for, for about six Where years. Where can you source that stuff? Do you, have to, do you have to get it yourself on the beaches, or is there a place people can go and get to see where you're Any health shop you want, you can go get it um, in its leaf form. But um, I have it, I sell it uh, with CMOS and bladderac capsules together. Um, sea moss on its own has 92 minerals and when you add it with bladderac it brings it up to the 102 minerals and that's what our body is made up of 102 minerals so um, and it's high in iodine and that's really good for protecting you against radiation radio frequencies you know um, and uh, it, it removes mucus from the body um, excess mucus you know that shouldn't be there um, the iodine good for the thyroid is it as well I think yeah it is it's fantastic for the thyroid and it's all natural you know i hear people taking um iodine and i'm like how are you getting that now <laughs> you know is it synthetic because if it is don't take that synthetic don't be taking 
isolates of magnesium, uh, zinc, or, you know, anything on its own is going to throw your body out of balance. You need homeostasis and you get that when you put everything in at the same time. And the best way to get that is just through eating food. That's it, you know, that's the best way. You don't need to do any superfoods, this or that. Just eat food, eat mushrooms, eat seaweeds, eat um, plants and fruits and, you know, and keep them clean. Is, is the key try um, and grow them yourself i suppose to, like to, to get stuff without pesticides and all of that yeah that's where we're at now you go uh grow your own uh for anyone that can you know i did a little bit last year a tiny little yard out here ideally i want a big polytunnel you know but um hopefully one day but we, I grew what I could out the back last year, and you'd be surprised what you can grow in a small little space, you know. Um, and again, it's like that your soil, you know. Um, uh, PSB, I don't know, have you ever heard of that? Photosynthesis bacteria. Um, it's putting microbes and all that back into the soil, and your food grows uh, a lot faster and a lot healthier, and you don't need pesticides or anything like that because it's just like your body when your body is in an alkaline environment it won't get disease when you brought when the soil's in an alkaline environment it won't get disease so all these farmers going out spraying it with all this crap they're just destroying us and the world the environment the earth you have to stop i see all these farmers uh that are you know they're going to shut them down and people are like no don't and i'm like well they're not doing the world any good you know they're not unless they change the way they do farming they're no good to anyone they're poisoning people with the food they're giving them and uh they're poisoning the earth with pesticides they're spraying that'd so. be very controversial now on this channel because we have a few farmers that he's not actually yeah. <laughs> he's not listening that day we go mad i but, know um, well, I don't know. I, personally, I think we need to protect the farmers because uh, I don't know. I, I, I suppose with the globalist agenda, I'm just anti whatever they want to accomplish. But at the yeah. same time, like I do agree with you in the sense that they need to be using less of yeah. the chemicals, if possible. But there, there is there, the argument is there as well. We've seen with Sri Lanka, 50% less fertilizer and the whole industry's collapsed. Uh, I don't know what the. I don't know. It can be done. There was this woman, right, um, in America, and she was given 100 acres of barren land. And she said, I can bring this back to green to, to life in three months. And she did. She sprayed this photosynthesis bacteria all over the place. And it just brought the place back to life. We're just doing it all wrong. Education is wrong. That's the only thing that's going on here. People don't know. They have no answers. They have the wrong answers. We can do all this in another way. We can create new jobs in, in healthy sectors, you know, and say goodbye to all these one these like if you think about it, all the people in the country here, they're working for the enemy, really, when you think about it, you know. You have the pharmaceutical industry, there's over eighty uh pharmaceutical plants here, you know, and they're building more all the time. And then you have all branches of government, you know. It's like they're all hurting, so they are. Um but we can change it all around. We can change it all and, and have unhealthy jobs and make them healthy. It's just a switch <laughs> that needs to be flicked. Um, and I guess, like, what what are we in now? We're in the fall of a civilization, really, aren't we? Um, 
and we're going to go through a few rough years and it's how how we how we approach it you know it is how it's going to affect us um we can either do it in an unhealthy and uh uh an acidic way a nasty way everyone can hate each other you know and go into all-out war or we can all come together um and try and fix this you know because either way we're going through it what do you make of it like what the government is doing bringing in all these people like unvetted unvettable you know there's yeah. like the human trafficking going on and not... war profiteering like and you know they're just filling up yeah. every town and village with with, with single fighting age men what do you make of all yeah. this situation well i don't know have you heard of the clergy plan but it's been written for years what they're doing here um and we're just we're we're watching it and trying to tell people this is happening and they're like you're racist it's like oh, you know you're not you're just showing people that they're trying to wipe out uh us you know it's happened to organizations all over the place you know look at the american indians you look at the aborigines you know it's just oh like that human trafficking going on all the time um i don't know do you watch jason brashear's uh, rkx um rkx he's on youtube um and he's he was in prison for 26 years and he said he found books in in vault you know just books that would have been burnt nowadays basically that would have been gone a long time ago um and he's after kind of piecing together that there's a reset every 140 years um this happens every 140 years it's built up to collapse you know and these people they build they have the technologies and and while they have everyone looking up in the sky it's all going on underneath the ground they take everything underneath the ground and they go hiding under the ground while they let chaos happen up here and the place goes crazy and and, and resets and they say 2040 is the next date for that to happen you know and the same civilizations go through this on scaves you know but it's it's the people that um more or less that don't know what's going on they're the ones that that don't don't live through it you know um so yeah it's he's interesting if anyone's into him uh archaics um but he's got uh, like that book the the four turning i don't know if you ever heard about that one or it's very similar kind of where there's these cycles and uh you know the different um generations and then after it i think it's 80 years or 100 years they have this turning point it okay. sounds quite like a, a similar, um, similar yeah. type of idea. That the phoenix, does that come into it in that? The phoenix rising. And it's like that, where, where you're saying some vapor, the vapor canopy is why he called it. There'll be some big solar flash. Um, and uh, I don't know. It, it kind of goes a bit deep. He said, you'll, you'll either live through it or you won't. Um, it'll upgrade you all you these know things are like apocalyptic like it's like say the bible or like the new age and then yeah. i was looking at a podcast yesterday or a few days ago about the, the chabad ludwig or whatever the hell you call them these uh i don't know if they're ultra orthodox uh, zionist jews or whatever but they have this like apoc- apocalyptical thing it's where uh redemption through sin or if you create enough of a chaos that you could bring back the messiah now i'm not okay. saying that's true but that's what they believe 
And then yeah. I, in the evangelical, is it evangelical Christians in America have a similar thing? Like, oh, if we can get Israel sorted and all this, you can bring on the apocalypse. They, yeah. it, it's ex- these lunatics, I'm not saying, but this, that kind of idea travels yeah. through a lot of these, I would say, Illuminati or the Zionism or these elites. Like, you've seen the whole Balenciaga thing. What did you make of that? Like, <laughs> Well, you know, we've been watching this for years, haven't we, really? Um, for the last four or five years, anyway, with Pizzagate. And, um, you know, it's just rising to the surface now to to the whole world because there's people seeing it now that wouldn't have seen it two or three, four years ago, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's there. It's happening. And, um, it's disgusting. And it needs shutting down. Um, They're right in your face, like, you know, I never knew that Balenciaga means uh, Baal is Lord or whatever, but... Yeah. Just the the whole thing comes out and... You know, and then then you see it that it was in these shows on Netflix and everything, and they're born and witches, and she's screaming Balenciaga, and he's like, "What?" Wait, <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch uh, Netflix, but yeah, anyone that says uh, they're watching on it, it's very in tune to what's going on right now. You know, it's like, oh, I feel you're just, um, uh, I don't know, manifesting. Like you're... It's like they're playing games with people. That, like the, I don't know if it's um, what what did they call that when they. A predictive programming or something like but they had that uh, that squid games i didn't watch it but there was i seen it, an episode or two one time someone had it on and they had all symbology out through it and then there's another netflix thing where there's all cults in it and there's all symbology out through it and all of it like the whole thing it's like it's like they're telling you what they're going to do to <laughs> or yeah. what they are doing to what they are doing to you you know yeah they do they tell you in their movies they tell you everywhere it's uh, you know so at the start of it there was 20 years ago they had a show on some american tv show and it popped up then again at the start of covid and it was like it was just exactly what was happening right now it was like oh look at this uh virus everyone's yeah the x files had one didn't they 2016 as well the the rerun of the x files just to make it up yeah Oh, they, yeah, they are making it up, aren't they? <laughs> oh, it's all ridiculous. It's just a big show, you know. Um, it's all electrical magnetic frequencies. It's all poisons. It's just people keep walking into them, you know. And and it's it doesn't end. Anyone that's woken up to the vaccine in the last two years should be looking at every single one of them now, and they shouldn't be putting them into their kids ever again, you know. You shouldn't be going out getting flu shots. You shouldn't be doing that. And don't ever trust the pharmaceutical industry again. You know, they've shown their worth. Um, if they can, um, the FDA can approve uh, an experimental nanotechnology vaccine and it's going to ban uh, a herb, you know, many herbs. Um, yeah, they need questioning, so they do. <laughs> they need taken down. But at a minimum, like, what? how could you trust them when all the same uh, blackguards are still there? Like, we haven't got any justice. Like, whether you want to say that it's malpractice, malfeasance, uh, you know, you can you, you can give them that, or you just made a mistake. But even if yeah. if that's the case, that was just a mistake, you need to be fired. You need to go to prison if that's what what's warranted. So, like, how could you be there trust the system until we get justice? <laughs> exactly, you know? 
I don't know. You're just going to have to turn your back on it. Like, look the size of the hospital they have up in Dublin. They're ready to open. They won't even release the figures of how much they've actually spent on it now. Sounds like billions, you know. And is this why they're bringing over loads of farm people, you know, to work at these places? Because where are they getting all the doctors in Ireland to do this, you know? Already. Um, if, 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 if only it was doctors and nurses that were bringing in, that, that would be brilliant so unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately it's the dregs of these countries that's coming in and just on that hospital as well it's a, it's an eye an eye of horus or an eye of Ra or whatever you want to call it oh it's a satanic as it can come now you know it's a testing center for kids just don't stop vaccinating your kids the first vaccine they get is the vitamin k shot and that's not even on the vaccine schedule you know, and it can fool people going, oh, it's the vitamin K vaccine. It's not. It comes with a black box one and it shouldn't be inside the human body, you know. And that's the beginning of children being poisoned and they get 31 vaccines before the 13 months of age. You know, it's ridiculous. It's, um, yeah. Profiteering, I think it's what it is. At a minimum, it's profiteering. You know, yeah. you hope that was just profiteering. It is. Like, look for any doctor out there now and if they're listening, you know and you say you don't look, uh, and you say you care about your patients, right? Here's, you should know what's in these vaccines. And, and here's some of the ingredients, like there's mercury, aluminium, formaldehyde, nagali, squalene, glyphosate, polysorbidate, MSG, antifreeze, cadmium, lead, glycerine, E. coli, which will be genetically modified, sulfates, antibodies, or antibiotics, acetone, neomycin, streptomyces and what's everyone getting sick with lately uh animal insect blood uh foreign rna dna and aborted fetal tissue you know that's just a list of a few of what's going on in there and would you if you fed them to a to anybody you know you'd be done for attempted murder but uh, it's okay to pump them into your baby's bloodstream and they don't even have a blood brain barrier up to six months of age you know it's going straight in there so that's where autism and um, encephalitis of the brain. When I had my baby in America, in uh, Australia, um, there was a baby screaming on the ward for the whole time I was there. And um, the midwife said that baby didn't stop screaming since it got its vaccine, you know. So that poor child now is, I don't know, not good doing this to kids. So it's not. Yeah. You know? no, it's and definitely... This is the other side of it. It can be reversed, you know. And that's not something your doctor's going to tell you. They're all pandering down to autism out there right now. It's ridiculous. It's like, fix it. Stop going along with it. You can fix this, you know. Um, take the poison out so you can, um, to an extent anyway. You can't unvaccinate, but you know. There is there's not no answers for people out there. <clears throat> I've seen it with the lion's mane and the themas. You know, mushrooms are fantastic. They really are They're the answer to so much. You know, environmentally wise, and there for our health, they can clean up so much poison in in the soil and then the oceans. And you can build a house. You can build bricks with them when they don't mold. You know, waterproof. We're just doing it all wrong. <laughs> We're doing it all wrong. Sorry. You know, we need like... to get back to basics. 100%. No, the mushrooms are fascinating. And the, 
to mycelium and they are exactly used. I think they're using them now to clean up uh, after the nuclear spills and all sorts of stuff. And yeah. uh, the yield on them as well, if you can get them to grow right, um, yeah. they're, they're huge yields. Like they, they can be a meat uh, substitute. Yeah. Or, uh, There's no need to kill any animals when you have mushrooms, you know. Your mushrooms, your meat, you get all your nutrients out of them, you know, um, and more. They're just fantastic. Um, and it's all down to what we eat these days. You're either eating to live or you're eating to die. So let's get it right. Uh, we'll get. So yeah. We'll take a few questions there. I think Patricia has, uh, wants to come in there. She has a couple yeah. of questions. Uh. Go ahead there. <laughs> hi, Lu hi, Louise. It's Patricia. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. You're absolutely amazing. Just, just uh, two just two quick questions the first question is there seems to be a shortage of antibiotics and painkillers in the country at the moment would you have anything that you could recommend if would you have anything natural that you could recommend especially parents that could give their children or even themselves um to try and get them away from trying to source these crap that they get chemists yeah, like um, <clears throat> antibiotics, right? So um, we have oregano, oil of oregano. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking for the group. Antibiotic uh, for pain. Do you know something? I keep going back to mushrooms. Mushrooms are the best. Um, I pulled my back there a few weeks ago and I had some... Um, uh, mushroom tincture, it was Amanita muscaria, um, black panthera, but I rubbed it on my back, I rubbed it into my back, and like I couldn't walk for a couple of days, that's that's how bad it was, um, and, I, and, and it instant, instant pain relief, it was gone, you know, and I just kept rubbing it in for uh, the next few days, and it's gone, and it's never come back, you know, it's all inflammation, pain is inflammation, wherever you have um pain there's inflammation in that area so you just want to target the uh the inflammation you know and good things to do are um um uh, castor oil packs do you ever hear them you put a castor oil pack on the area where the pain is and the castor oil will draw out the the inflammation um the mucus whatever's going on in there um and another good pain relief is um Wild opium lettuce. Have you ever heard of that? I sure have. Yeah, you can go pick that out there, you know. Um, there's many cousins to it. Um, but you know those ones, uh, the big tall weeds, and, and they're like a dandelion head on the top of them, and you break it and this white milk comes out. That's that's the pain relief right there. Um, and I've seen some um I've seen a lot of things uh, go away very fast and uh, with that being used so um but yeah it's all it's all in nature you know everything is in nature that's all we need to do just eat healthy that's uh you know and we won't get sick <laughs> because disease can't live in a in an alkaline environment so it's just to keep out all the foods a lot of seed food that's food like products you know the body can't break it down so um it can stay sitting in the oh, cold also, for a while. Also, Louise, uh, what do you think of chlorine dioxide? Uh, no, I don't use that, and that's not natural, really. You know, if it's made, that's synthetic. Uh, 
it's made in a lab, you know, so I just avoid that. And I just stick to nature, everything, everything is plants for me. So it's like fruit, vegetables and herbs and nuts. <laughs> uh, your fruits are to detox, yeah. Your vegetables have your amino acids, they'll build you. Uh, your nuts are also builders, they'll bulk you up as well. And your herbs, then they they do so many things. Um, uh, they yeah, they fix everything. <laughs> so uh, yeah, how's that for you? <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you, Louise. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. Thanks, Patricia. Um, I might take yeah. a question off uh, G Man. Sorry, uh, Louise, to, to stop you there. Just to get another Hi. question in. Hello, ladies. Uh, just wondering, do you know much about fluoride? And if so, do you know much about fluoride detox? Uh, fluoride, yeah. Well, it's not good for us, is it? Um, it shouldn't be in the water. Um, it's a neurotoxin. So same as everything to detox. It's the same protocol for everything to detox the body, right? Um, it all begins in the gut, in the colon. So if your colon's clogged up, which most people's are, because like I said a minute ago, if you're just going to eat food-like products, your body can't break them down. We don't have the enzymes to break a lot of things down. So it ends up clogged up in the colon, um, you know, and your intestinal wall gets clogged up with all this mucolide um, plaque. And that's where we absorb all of our nutrients is in through our intestinal wall. So if there's a mucolide plaque there, you're not getting any anything it's just passing through and going out the other side so a lot of people you know they'd even a lot of people can be skinny and they eat a lot and it's because they're getting um malnutrition from the foods that they're eating uh because of this mucolide plaque so the first thing to do is tackle that area down there get rid of the mucolide plaque you know um and detox that's the first thing anyone has to do is to detox and the and fruits Fruits is the best thing to detox with. It's, it's for me, the only thing to detox with, you know. Um, but like I said, you go into that slowly. You'll you'll eat it for, for a week or two first before you go in and do a, a juice, you know, and you get a lot of the putrid waste out. Um, and then you move on. It's it's your, your lymphatic system is all stagnant then. That's clogged up uh, because your colon's clogged up. Now your kidneys are probably not filtering properly. So if people have skin issues, it comes out the skin because the skin is like third kidney, you know, so it needs to filter out somewhere. Um, so it comes out the skin. Um, so you need to get the kidneys going, Kid kidneys, uh, kickstart them up and get them filtering. You know, then if you have kidney problems, you're going to have adrenal problems. So you got to fix your glands. <laughs> There's a whole process to what needs to be done. But it's basically, you know, the colon, lymphatic system, the glands and the blood, you got to cleanse it all and, and get it all moving and, and keep it from not being stagnant. Because when it's stagnant, it's like uh, your lymphatic system is like a sewage waste system. And if you have a sewage waste system in your back garden and that overflows, it just what happens, it goes everywhere. So if that happens inside your body, it goes everywhere. And that's what causes all this disease, you know acidosis um so you need to get that moving and get it out and uh yeah you gotta detox with fruit <laughs> is the best best way to do that now uh, fruits like seeded grapes seeded watermelon 
um everything's seeded <laughs> and organic uh, like i said before you don't want to be eating pesticides because you know it's not going to help um uh, i know someone who was recovering from cancer and um they were eating juices out of that jump juice place and it wasn't helping them <laughs> put it that way it was keeping toxins in their body so um the world we're living in it's so toxic you got to be really eyes wide open to what's going in if you want to heal you know so uh don't even know what your question was at the start i'm gone way off um i know that was perfect i'm glad that's been recorded as well thanks million louise okay good stuff thank you <laughs> thanks anyone else any other questions for louise there before we wrap it up guys can I just make a comment, uh, Gavon? I would just mm -hmm. like to say that um, I'm I'm a comrade, um, Louise. I, I'm probably the only one on here who's vegan and whole food, plant based as well. So um, I concur with all that you're saying, and uh, I make a lot of my own stuff, and I I forage and I make vinegars and infuse uh, oils, and I do all that. So yeah. I fully agree with. Most of what you're saying. Yeah, I bet you're healthy and loads of energy and peace. Uh, I'm and, 70 years of age, no medications, uh, and I walk and swim every day. So you don't I'm say healthy that. for my age. Oh, good woman. I bet you don't look 70 either, huh? Uh, did you say you swim every day? Yeah, I'm not in Ireland at the moment, uh, but when I'm in Ireland, I swim in the pool. I know that's not good for me, but. Um, yeah. I still do for exercise and I just clean off the water afterwards. But I I'm in Spain it. at the moment and it's quite cold, but I try to get in every day, um, uh, you know, just for a 10 minutes or 15. Lovely. Um, how's the chemtrails over in the Spain water these on days? My skin. I don't shower the, the seawater off and I wash oh, my hair good. in the seawater as well. Uh, that's the life, huh? <laughs> well, may you uh, enjoy it, make the most of it, huh? um and thank so you. Fair play to you thanks very thank much for your time Ah, uh, thank you thank you enjoy thanks <laughs> uh, hi louise hello yeah, hi hi great listening to you i i agree with um it's you know it's fantastic you're bringing awareness to, to so many areas where people are you know falling foul through lack of information so i'm delighted yeah. to you come on um, you mentioned there about the nanoparticles. Have you looked into magnetic pulse and in relation to dealing with those? No, I haven't looked into anything. I don't know who to send them to. So if you have any ideas there, um, I have a little, uh, I have them in a little case thing uh, sealed. So um, I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to know what they are, you know. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't have a clue either. I'd be the same the same boat as you now. I wouldn't trust what lab you'd be sending them to. What's the chances of them coming back with the correct information? But um, no, I was saying like magnetic pulse and as in dealing with these particles when they're inside your body. You know, that it it's um okay. it sends magnetic pulse. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, the best thing to do is just try get them out. You know, keep detoxing all the time. Um, like I said, keep eating mushroom, mushrooms and seaweeds. Um, they'll just bind uh, whatever heavy metals are in your body and, and they'll get them out once your colon is clean and <laughs> you can get them out, you know. So, um, yeah, and, and um, I'm glad you brought up about the e cigarettes as well because people think they're a safe haven when they come off the bags, you know. And, 
as you probably know, there's propylene glycol in them, which is antifreeze and so on. So they're not, they're not a good thing to do. There's two things, there's another refrigerant in there. So there's two types of things that are in antifreeze that are in them. Uh, there's cadmium. There was even some some things I, I named out earlier with the cadmium, the lead, and uh, the glycerin. Yeah, they're, they're all in the e-cigarettes. They're in the vaccines, you know. So if you're against vaccines, you shouldn't be smoking them. <laughs> you're smoking vaccines. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So much. Well, can I just ask you as well, what's your thoughts on ivermectin? No, I don't, like it's uh, it's a drug and um, it has side effects. It what I get what's going on out there. Everyone has parasites and that's what it does. It kills parasites. So um, as soon as you kill the parasites, you're going to feel better, you know. But you're not creating um, an environment um, that's healthy. They're going to come back again, you know. <laughs> Uh, so no, I don't think. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up as well because I see it a lot online. These people, um, you know, advertising parasite cleanses and so on, and they they kind of give the impression that you could do parasite cleanse there over a three day period, whereas you probably yeah. know from studying parasites they have a life cycle and you have to stay the course once they start hitting, yeah. you know. Yeah, and then they lay eggs, you know. So we got it maybe a three month course, like you said. There, it takes time. So um, yeah, no, uh, ivermectin is not the answer. Again, it's pharmaceuticals. It's it's a short term answer, okay? But it's not a long term solution. It's just plastering over the problem. It's not getting rid of it. We need to get to the root of the problem, and um, that's with nature. <laughs> it's not with pharma. That's the devil's work. We need to leave that behind. We need to go backwards to go forwards here. You know, that's what I think. It's one other thing in relation to the chlorine dioxide. Um, I've researched it extensively myself, but you were speaking there about reverse and autism, and I'm delighted you mentioned it because it's unfortunate where people have been, you know, affected by autism. The family is going to suffer. The individual is going to suffer. And it's it's awful yeah. to think that, you know, these that it's, it's incurable when we know it's not. So... I'm delighted you're speaking up about the autism, but um, in my research, and I've experienced this directly in my own life, you can reverse autism with chlorine dioxide. Okay. Well, if you've, yeah, if you've done it with that, you know, um, it's just not the way I, I go about it. <laughs> I think like like that again, it's it's a short-term solution kind of thing. you got to, uh, you know, to keep the body healthy. You, you wouldn't keep using chlorine dioxide. It would get rid of it. You know, or it would help at the beginning, but long term, you gotta eat healthy. You know, or or these things Absolutely. are gonna. Absolutely, you probably yourself when people come to you, they want you to just give them one thing, and it's gonna fix everything. And chlorine dioxide will address a, a number of different things, but you have to address it on so many levels. It's not just take chlorine dioxide and stay eating shit foods, you know. But exactly. uh, one thing about the chlorine dioxide, which I do think is massive in relation to its ability to tackle the environmental pollutants we're coming up against and you mentioned it earlier is the glyphosates it'll address glyphosates and it's one of only two or three substances that will address that will destroy glyphosates so and as okay. you know they destroy the gut the, the glyphosates blow holes in the wall of the gut so yeah. once we neutralize those glyphosates at least then the gut can heal and yeah. you know I, I would just go through I'd have fruits, I'd have vegetables and herbs to do that with. So I get, I get you, but it's it's just not the the avenue I'd go, you know. Um, but look, whatever works for people, I'm I'm not going to knock it, you know. Um, it's all about 
trying to undo all the damage that these people have done uh, throughout time, you know. So, yeah. So yeah. yeah I mentioned earlier, you give, a, you give a long list of the way the government, are, the ways the government are trying to kill us, and I, I just say when you, when you were listing it out, I just said to myself, we're a testament to God that we're all still standing. Uh, yeah. With the amount of assaults that we've been attacked with, you know. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's many not still standing. You know, cancer in Ireland is one in two. That's where we're at right now. Uh, autism is one in twenty-one up in the north, and and they've hidden it for the rest. The, of Ireland because I reckon it's a hell of a lot higher but um, we can't find those statistics so maybe a freedom of information letter should be going in there now um, because uh, you can see with how easily people were manipulated into what happened there two and a half years ago there's got to be some level of autism going on out there you know between everyone <laughs> uh, it's, it's just they were uh, too easily led you know too easily led. Why would anyone trust the government? I never, never understand that. You just look back through history and you look at everything they've done time and time again. Um, I guess, I don't know. We have another question here from uh, Vitamin D and uh, we might wrap it up then at that. Okay, yeah, lovely. <laughs> yeah. Hi Louise, uh, I'm from Australia, by the way. Um, Hello, how are I wanna, you? I wanna talk, I'm in Sydney. Australia, can you hear me? Um, I, I wanted to ask you about diatomaceous earth and zeolite powder and and um, what's the other one? Bentonite clay. Do you recommend those kind of products? Yeah, what, what was what was the first one you said? Diatomaceous earth, uh, zeolite. Powder, oh yeah, bentonite clay. Yeah, I, I use them in the bath more so. Um, the zeolite um, to me that's um, it's kind of liquefied minerals isn't it taken from rocks um and as uh that's what plants do they they liquefy um all the minerals into the plant for us from the rocks so that's where um um i leave it i don't i don't eat i don't eat zeolite i don't eat rocks <laughs> basically but i use the the diamascus earth and the bentonite clay um but i use them in the bath um i might i've used the Damascus earth for parasite cleanses, um, but only I've, I've used them in with other herbs. I've not used them on their own, I guess, as a formula, you know. Um, but yeah, um, I, I just, I don't use zeolite, <laughs> but I do use the others and uh, I think they're fantastic for, for detoxing. But look, I'm sure loads of people have loads of stories with zeolite um, that they've detoxed with as well. So I'm not going to to knock it, um, I just don't use it. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure listening to you. Thank you. Uh, good stuff. Thank you. Mind yourself over there. <laughs> Chat to you. Thanks, uh, folks. Um, thanks, Louise. Uh, thanks, Miriam, for coming on. You're a great guest and oh, welcome, well. Ollie. Thanks for having me, huh? It was great chatting to you. Um, I always get nervous at the start of these things. I don't know why, because I can't stop talking then once I start. So um so yeah anyway thank you brilliant thanks for, thanks for coming on All yeah we'll again and uh thanks louise. everyone for listening louise. yeah Lu yes. louise it's patricia again i'm going i'm going to be like um i'm going to be like 
on you all the time. I would love to have you back in the new year. I'd love to come back. Yeah, yeah, we might do we might do something. I was thinking something in my head there, maybe like a season kind of thing, and you might be able to go through what people can look out for, you know, in the seasons and what, what the treatment is. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. All the herbs coming up again now in the spring. There's loads. There's loads coming up. So I can't wait for spring. I'll be out every day. So, yeah, um, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Thanks, Patricia.